This anointed teaching by Apostle David Muluzi is brought to you by God's Tabernacle Christian Family Church. We hope you have an encounter with God as you listen to this message. Today I want us to look at Acts chapter 3 and we'll start reading from verse 1. Now last week we saw that Luke wrote two books, the Gospel according to Luke and also the book of Acts. And we saw that in the book of Acts, I mean in the book of Luke, uh, Luke was showing that Jesus did miraculous signs because he was anointed by the Holy Spirit. And in the book of Acts, he's showing now that the same Holy Spirit that empowered Jesus to do miraculous signs It's the same Holy Spirit that was empowering believers, disciples of Jesus, to do the work of the ministry. So that is why today we also say that you are empowered to do greater works because the one who empowers us is still here. Jesus said that I go away, but I will not leave you as orphans. But I will pray the Father who will give you the, the helper, the Holy Spirit, you know, the one who stands by your side to help you in times of need. That when he comes, he will help you. He will reveal to you, explain to you things uh, to come, tell you things to come. And he will do a lot. The Holy Spirit will guide us. You know, at one time, Jesus said that when, they, when you are being dragged into courts, don't worry about what you're going to say, because at that very moment, the Holy Spirit will give you what to say. So we see here that the Holy Spirit in our lives will help us to navigate the uncharted waters, to navigate all the maze that we are in, you know, that... Uh, we don't know what to do. You know, Pastor, what should I do here? You know, how do I come out here? That the Holy Spirit will guide you and he will help you to navigate all the challenges that we meet. So that is why we need really the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. And you know, Jesus depended and knew that the Holy Spirit is so real and it's so helpful he told his disciples that never leave Jerusalem until you are empowered, until you are enjoyed with power. You know, he says that don't go until you receive this baptism of the Holy Spirit because this is critical for our lives. Now, if it was critical for the disciples of Jesus, then, you know, just think about this that here they are, the disciples of Jesus, 12 of them, 12 apostles, and also others, in total about 120, uh, that their Messiah was crucified, their Messiah now rose from the dead, they were excited about it, and now the Messiah, they saw him uh, when they were on the Mount of Olives ascending to heaven, and now they are left alone, and they know the brutality of the Sanhedrin, you know, they know the Roman Empire, 
that is so cruel against uh, them. They know that the Jews have been opposing Jesus and now they will be opposing them. And there they are. What help do they have? There is no any other help that they have except the help that God promised them, the help of the Holy Spirit. And so you might feel like you are deserted. You might feel like nobody is out there, that maybe we are under lockdown and that there is no one close by who can see really what you're going through. There might, you might be sharing of so a deaf person that you know has passed on, that relative has passed on, and maybe there is, has been death in your family, and you have been wondering, God, where are you? Let me tell you, you are in the same situation that disciples were in the book of Acts chapter 1. You know, and the only thing that sustained them is what Jesus told them. Don't go without the help of the Holy Spirit. And if it sustained them then, it will sustain you today. It will keep you today. You know, the Bible says that a thousand may fall at our side, 10,000 at our right side, but it will never come near you. It's when you hold on to the word of God, you believe the word of God, and also you depend upon the Holy Spirit that you will survive. You will not only survive, but you will thrive. You will succeed because of the power of the Holy Spirit that is at work in our lives. And so today, even as we go into the Word of God, I want you to be encouraged, you know, that God will take us through because we are depending upon the same Holy Spirit. The same Holy Spirit that was with Jesus is the same Holy Spirit that was with the disciples in the book of Acts is the same Holy Spirit who is with us also today. We believe in the power of the Holy Spirit. And so, we will, when we read, as we go through this uh, book of Acts, you know, we read what was happening. Uh, we are learning that this is what the disciples had, and this is what will help us in our lives today. So let's look now at Acts chapter 3, uh, verse 1. Now Peter and John were going up to the temple at the hour of prayer, the ninth hour. You know, we see Peter and John, they were going to the temple to pray at the hour of prayer. You know, so what we see here is that prayer is critical in, in our lives. It was important for them then. You know, at the hour of prayer, they were going to pray. We told you last week that Jesus used to be at the Garden of Gethsemane, and that is why when Judas went to betray Jesus, he knew where Jesus would be, and he led them to the Garden, because that's where Jesus used to go for prayer. It was his usual time of prayer when they were in Jerusalem. But everywhere else, he would go to the mountain. He would go out there in a secluded place and pray. So he was a prayerful person, and that is why uh, he was always, miracles were coming from the fact 
of prayer, from the standpoint of prayer. You know, so our breakthroughs, our miracles, our, uh, the waking of God will come from the point of prayer. It's when we are prayerful, when we are dedicated to our prayers, we are trusting God, you know, we are committed into our prayer time, into our prayer uh, meetings, that we will see God waking by His Spirit. It's when we are not relaxed, you know, relaxed, and when we are not, uh, 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 you know, taking it easy in our prayers, but when we are committed in our prayers and we're trusting God, believing God, that we will see the power of God in our lives. So they were going up to the temple at the power, at the hour of prayer, the ninth hour. And the Bible says, And a man lame from birth was being carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, that is called Beautiful Gate, to ask arms of those entering the temple. Now, this man was being laid there daily. He was carried. He was lame. He could not walk. Uh, and he was carried daily and, uh, so that he can ask for money because he can't work. If he could not work, he could not work. Uh, and so he was to, uh, there to ask for money. And they laid him right at the, uh, te- uh, uh, just at the gate of the temple, you know, called Beautiful. Now, verse 3. Seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, he asked to receive alms. So there is Peter and John coming. And when he saw them, he stretched out his hand, you know, wanted to ask for money, that, uh, give me some money. And verse 4, and Peter directed his gaze at him, as did John. And said, both of them, they, they directed his attention at them and said, look at us. You know, look at us. Yeah. And he fixed his attention on them, expecting to receive something from them. When they say looked at us, he was expecting that uh, they're going to give him some uh, silver, some gold, some money you know, some coins and so forth. And, uh, but verse 6, but Peter said, I have no silver and gold, but what I have, but what I do have, I give to you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. Yeah. Now, what we see here, which is, the core of my message today is that when they drew the attention of this man to them, they said, looked at us. And they explained what they were going to give him. The man was expecting some money, and, but Peter said that silver and gold I do not have. I do not have silver to give you. I do not have gold to give you. I do not have the material to give you. You know, I might not have the physical thing to help you. He says, but what I do have, I give you. Uh, And so, 
Peter had to have something in order to give. You can't give what you don't have. And that is where I am stressing, where we are coming from today to you in this message, is that you need to have something to give. You know, you need to have something to address the situations with. You know, that if you don't have anything, the situation will overwhelm you. They won't respond to your request, to your command, to what you say, because you don't have anything to give. And so Peter and John had something to give. It was not material things. It was not silver and gold. But they said, look at us. I, uh, what I do have, I give to you. And what did they have? It says here, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. What is that, do you think, that they had? They had the power of God. That's what they had. They had the power of Jesus. The same Holy Spirit that did miracles uh, uh, with, with Jesus is the same Holy Spirit now that was in them. It was the power of the Holy Spirit to even do greater works. And so they addressed the man. They say, look at us uh, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. You know, rise up and walk in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. You know, children of God, this is what it's all about. That we are to give. We can give what we have. And what we have is the power of God. And how do we generate the power of God? We generate the power of God by faith, you know, by our prayer time, you know, by waiting on God and by listening to the Holy Spirit. You know, that generates the power of God. If we don't spend time in our prayer time, in our prayer closing, if we don't wake up in the morning and pray and so don't see a need of praying, if we don't see a need of, uh, uh, of reading the word of God, of feeding our spirit with the word of God, our faith will be down. You know, we will be discouraged by situation. We won't have anything better to give. You know, but when we feed our spirit with the word of God, we draw in, we capture in the power of God. We read the word. It empowers us. It brings faith in our hands because the Bible says that faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Faith is of hearing and hearing the word of God. That's what the Bible tells us. And so when we get the word, we hear the word, the word will bring faith in our spirit and we will be able to stand strong against the powers of darkness. Let me tell you, it does not matter who has died. You don't have to be next. It does not matter whom you have heard that he contracted this virus. You don't have to be next. You know, you can stand in faith against all these powers of darkness, against all the spirit of death, more especially. 
you know, uh, that it's out there. You can stand in faith and say, in the name of Jesus, I cancel every spirit of death. It will never come near my house. It will never come near me. You know, you stand in faith and by speaking the word, the word will come to pass. You know, because you are giving what you have. You know, but you won't be able to give that if you don't have it. If you have not deposited into your spirit the word of God. And my prayer to you is that fill your heart with the word of faith. Fill your heart with what God has given us to use. And that is the power of the Holy Spirit in our lives. With the power of the Holy Spirit, we will be able to overcome. With the power of the Holy Spirit, we will be able to change these situations. With the power of the Holy Spirit, we will be able to apply wisdom in every situation. With the power of the Holy Spirit, we will be able to navigate all the maze that we find ourselves in. With the power of the Holy Spirit, we will be able to come out on the other side and scale. You know, just think about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. You know, that they went into the fire, but the fire never touched them. That they did not even have the smell of fire in them, upon them. That their hair was never singed in any way because of the power of God. That is the supernatural that we are to believe in. That is the supernatural that we are to trust in. That is the supernatural that we are to walk in as a child of God. That you need to be an instrument of light, instrument of hope wherever you go. Your relatives will need to come to you when they are in challenge and they will, they will know that if, you, if we go to so-and-so, we will get help. We, he will pray for us. You know, he will help us in this situation because you have something to give. And so, let us make sure that we nature that the power of God in our lives that we will be able to give in times of need. You know, the Bible says that what I have, we give it to you. In the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. You know, and the Bible says here in verse 7, and he took him by the right hand and raised him up, and immediately his feet and ankles were made strong. The supernatural happened there. You know, the feet that were lame, that had no strength, muscles that, was, uh, that, were, uh, muscles that were not working, you know, now received strength. Where was that strength coming from? It was coming from the power of God that they released when they spoke and when they held him by the hand. The power of God was released into those feet, into those ankles, that they were strengthened, they were made strong. You know, and the man, look at verse 8. He says, and leaping up, you know, the man did not just test and say, you know, I wonder if it works. He leaped up, he jumped, he stood up and began to walk and he entered the temple with them, walking and leaping and praising 
God. Yeah, because he had experienced the power of God. And you know, later on, we realized that people could not dispute what was happening. It was a genuine miracle because Peter and John gave what they had. You know, they were empowered to do greater works. And so I am saying to you today that as a child of God, the same Holy Spirit that came upon Peter and John, uh, upon the rest of the disciples, and uh, upon the uh, 120 in the upper room, that empowered them, and that charged them, that gave them power and grace to do greater works, is the same anointing that will come upon you. It's the same anointing that you will carry, that you will go about with, that you will speak with, and declare to situations, and situations will rise, will change, because of the power of God. You know, it does not, a situation does not change the way, but the way can change and will change every situation that we come up against. I pray that that power will come upon you, that anointing will rest upon your life, that grace will come upon you, your heart will be encouraged, your heart will be motivated, that your mind will set on one thing, and that is the power of God upon your life, that is empowering you to do greater works, to do miracles, and the power of God upon your life will do greater works through you. You know, child of God, you are an instrument of the power of God. You are an instrument that God can use to release his power, to touch lives and to speak life unto a dying world, unto people that are dying, people that are sick, that you can speak life, you can speak the health of God, and you can speak the healing upon them and the health and healing of God will come upon those people and that it will amaze the rest of all medical people and scientists and say, we don't know what has happened yet. It would be because of the power of God. Even in the midst of the pandemic, we don't draw back. We don't say, you know, we are in a challenge. This one is beyond uh, our ability. Let me tell you, there is nothing beyond the ability of God. Everything is still within what God can do. It's still within uh, what God is capable of doing. You know? And so let us be bold and step out in faith and speak the way against any situation. Declare the power of God that God is able to do far more exceedingly than what we can ask, what we can even imagine, according to the power that works within us. The power of God. Let the power work in your life. Let the power work within you. Let the power work and minister in your life that you will be able to do great works. If you are sick, wherever you are, and you're watching this program, let me tell you that the power of God is available to heal you right now. Even as I speak, as I pray, I pray against that sickness in the name of Jesus Christ. I cancel every virus that has attacked your life. 
I diffuse it, I destroy it by the power of God. I come against every work of the enemy. I declare that you will not die, but you shall live to declare the praises of God. I confess right now health upon your body, that your body is strong, your body is healthy, your body is well in the name of Jesus Christ, that the power of God is waking upon your body, it's resurrecting every dead cell in your body that is coming back to life. And it's destroying every gem. It's destroying every power of darkness. It's destroying every iniquity. Every work of darkness comes to nothing in the name of Jesus Christ. I declare that by the stripes of Jesus, you are healed. Every virus that touches your body dies instantly in Jesus name I confess and I declare that every COVID-19 virus that touches your body dies in Jesus name I declare the life of God upon your life that it is well with you it is well with your soul it is well with your body it is well with your mind it is well with everything that concerns your life that God is on your side, that you are an overcomer. You're rising up on high by the power and the grace of the Lord. In Jesus' name, I declare health upon your life in the name of Jesus Christ. Nothing shall take you down. Nothing shall defeat you in Jesus' name. It is well with you by the power of the Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. I declare that it is so. Amen. Thank you for joining us during this episode. Join us next time, even as we continue to learn and grow with Apostle David Muluzi. Also, visit our website for more at cfcpolokwani.com. God richly bless you.